Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think it was. It was a source of inspiration for me. Shooting Stars, British um, game show. The making of, um, what's his name? He was George Dawes on the show. Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. I think that was like his first thing, right? George Dawes with the scores. Give us the scores, George Dawes. And it was so sick because he'd just go fucking wild doing a big drum fill. And, and then yeah. say what the teams were on. Like, it's a good, it was a good format. With a little gag. And I, there was a great one where they, they, they play around the dove from above. Yes. And to get the dove down, all of the panellists would have to coo the dove down. <laughs> and only and once was, everyone was cooing would the dove be lowered from above. Who was the, uh, was it um, Mark Lamar? Was yeah. like the heel of the show. Yeah. I can't remember what the guy's name is, the comedian who, who sort of played him. Because that wasn't his name, eh? That was like a sort of. I thought that was his name. Was it him? I think I thought it was like a performance piece by that guy, Chris Morris. Not Chris Morris. It wasn't Chris Morris. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. I mean, it was, they get, yeah, look up like Mark Lamar. Hi everybody, welcome to the friend zone. Guy, I actually I just, just just as you said that I was wondering whether or not we were still talking just into microphones or we were actually, always recording. Okay. Always assume the mic is hot and the recorder is active. <laughs> This, is, this kills me. The number one Google response if you look up Shooting Stars yeah. is the song by the Bag Raiders. Boo. And also shootingstars.co.nz. We have a close and well-established team who are committed to providing a homely and engaging environment that is filled with opportunities to spark curiosity. Are we assuming this is for children? This sounds like Scientology so far. I'm not pro it. Uh, I'm not for it. To elevate your conscious... No, it's not. <laughs> Mark Lamar. Just look up there. Here we go. Uh, Mark Lamar. I feel it's with a C as well. I don't know why. Mark with a C? Nah, he's playing himself as a character. He's a real right. guy, Mark Lamar. And it was that's his name. Born Mark Jones, but recognized okay. as Mark Lamar. Okay, gotcha. So it's like a stage name, but that's what he goes by. It's just a stage, brother. Man, yeah, what I remember of it. It was a good game show. And speaking of game shows, hi everyone, we've been... Um, Way dormant <laughs> is that what you say? Yeah, which fucking kills me. Yeah, it does. Every day I wake up and I go, "This, we got to get some fucking content <laughs> stream." We have been behind the scenes, scenes organizing the um, winners circle 
Supreme Showdown. That's correct. That will be happening. When are we recording? It's really is it tomorrow? Tomorrow morning. Oh oh shit! Is it? We need to figure that out. That's why I came over early. Sick ass. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guy and I have been living our lives sort of 12 hours in front at the moment, just getting through, just trying to keep our heads above water. And we have so far. Yeah, because if we hadn't, uh, the whole podcast would sound like this. (laughs) Good gag. Bit of fun yeah. on the wireless. Still got it. Um, we caught, we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim that podcasts now are what should be referred to as the wireless. Okay. It used to be radio. Yeah. But um, I feel like most radios now are wired in. And we'll start, plug them into we'll start calling uh, Bluetooth headphones and sort of audio receivers um, ham radios. <laughs> so we're the wireless <laughs> and you're listening to us on your ham radio. <laughs> But you'll be pleased to hear, as detailed by the fact that our voices are both dry, that we have kept our heads above water, and we are about to put our heads, plunge our heads simultaneously, side by side, into the water as we launch an exciting new season, a new project that will take us... Almost to another, the end of another calendar year. And yeah. I don't mean, actually, a calendar year is not right. It's no. basically... Well, it isn't. <laughs> it's going to last for a year. Yeah. We've got a project you, that is, will be familiar. Mm. Um, you know, look, we're doing another season is what we're trying to say. We are. You know how this show works um, and it's kicking off very shortly. And I think we've... I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to announce it yet what it is, but we've left enough clues, I think. Yeah. People who are listening will know what we're doing. Um, and if you don't, then you're in for a lovely little surprise. Although we haven't actually revealed what the kind of twist is this season, no. which is pretty was, Let's fun. save it. Let's save yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not getting... I'm really... I'm, re- blow my I'm, um, I'm really excited. It's a return to original formatting. Uh, you've got the boys riding side saddle. We're arranging it around uh, increasingly inconvenient lives or full and enriching lives if yes, you look yes, at it yes. from a family perspective, yes. but from a podcasting perspective, uh, are deeply inconvenient lives. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a week by week. We're going to be getting the work done. And um, it's, it's going to be better than ever. I, I'll tell I, you that. I genuinely think it, it's got all the all the constituent parts to be an absolute rip snorter of a season. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic, and we couldn't be looking more forward to it. The reason we've been off the traps a little bit recently, we've had um, a few things going on. Guy's been, and we've mentioned it before, but I want to dig into it a little bit. Guy's been making his own game show, his own game show for television that he conceived of and hosts and his name appears twice in the title of it. <laughs> it couldn't be more branded if he tried. Well, unless you had it a third time. But I don't think any broadcaster in their right mind would have it you a got, show with your name thrice in the you, title. You'll be surprised to hear to my defeat to keep it in twice. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> the production called, company and the network were like, what do we think about the name? And I was like, I think it's, it's great. I thought it's good to go. <laughs> Guy Montgomery's Guy Mont Spelling Bee. It's mm. going to take the world by storm. Wow. Hopefully, Aotearoa to begin with. To begin with, sure. Um, we've just recorded last week eight episodes. Which I'm on it. We shotgun them. Tim Bat appears in one of them as an outstanding comedic talent, speller, well, foil to the host. <laughs> you, I don't think you could describe him as an outstanding speller. Well, you know, you, you put your best foot forward and anything can happen on the day, Tim. Mm. Uh 
Yeah, it was a huge. Honestly, the culmination of the the most intensive uh, block of work of my life. And I had to drag his ass out of bed and go to an office and work on it week after week after week. And I tell you what, I saw him a few times in the middle of it. Didn't sit well with him. Well, it's all worth it in the end, but my God. It's not your constitution though, is it? No. The old nine till five? Well, it's, I mean, it became like, it was just, you know, it's your own project. And so eventually it just becomes an all-consuming 24-hour fuck Yeah, fest. yeah, true that. Uh, but very grateful. Did for- it stress you out? Were you stressed making it? No, I had... It seemed pretty on top of it. It was just constant. Yeah, I had an amazing team um, around me. The people who worked alongside me, it was a small skeleton crew, but they were... They did so much heavy lifting. Joseph Moore, a Joseph Moore boy. and I, yeah, we wrote it together. Um, I, you know, I don't want to get into singling. I don't think anyone listens to this podcast, but um, you do. You're straying into awards territory, yeah, award speech territory. But I, I've dragged you here. That's like, I mean, it was it was amazing. The whole thing was amazing. I'm so excited for it to come out. I can't believe that it happened. The set was insane. Yeah, crucially, we do have to shout out Thomas Cottle. Absolutely. Because Thomas Cottle, who does all of our artwork, like for this podcast, and is incredible, and you can see him at sick-days.com. You can see his portfolio. Um, he did your set. He did, yeah, he did. Uh, he did the logo, the B logo, which I've posted on Instagram, and he did the um, the letter wall, which is behind the contestants, and he did the colorway, all the fonts. He was amazing, and actually, he came to the last episode. We recorded the eighth episode on Friday night, and he came. We we're having a beer afterwards, and um, I was reflecting and saying how great Flo was, and he was saying it's funny, you know, like it's just another badge in the um, ongoing collaboration between us because I've got um, I drew. The Patrick Schwarzenegger that's tattooed on your ass. Yeah. And while I knew that, yeah, it was some, certainly not top of mind. Sometimes I forget I have the tattoo yeah. at all. So Thomas is his DNA is all over everything. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's been crazy. It made a big visual impact on your life. Yes. He, now, how, he really has. How much of the IP do you like Ken here's my question. I want merch. Because the logo is so sick, and I would love to get like it on Look, a t-shirt. I mean, or this definitely feels like an off-the-microphone conversation. No, because you can I sell. Don't, I, I know. I don't know the details. I I um was emailing with my manager this morning, saying, "What is the um what is the stipulation for merchandise yeah. in the in the contract?" Because I feel like the merchandise could be. No one's going to make heaps of money out of it. But yeah, like, yeah. It, I just want it. I agree. Can we just do some off the rack? Uh, well, I'll get know. the logo off Thomas I'll sort, it out. <laughs> I'll sort it out myself Tom's got me covered Some bootleg merchandise It'll be all good And look you've been You've been a, I mean you're always A perpetually busy beaver But you've mm. got some uh, Some tantalising projects On the go One of them You were a producer Has culminated just recently On Chris and Eli's Yeah man Associate producer First time I've been An associate producer oh. On a project it's What's a it lot, like? Oh so much cruisier Than like oh, a yeah? showrunner Or whatever Man, I was, that, show, I was just a showrunner. It was not fun. I know. Well, well it was I know, fun, but I know yeah. that feeling. So this is kind of the spiritual successor to the male gaze, um, which we made for TVNZ on demand. What four or five years ago? Mm. Five? Yeah, five years. I don't know. A number of years ago now, and we've been trying to get a second season made for ages. And but this thing is slightly different. It started life, and they're not telling the story, so I hope I'm allowed to. But we were trying to pitch <laughs> to the government funder to make the first um, proper, like big budget, professionally shot, professionally crewed gay porn in New Zealand. Mm. Um, 
you'd be shocked to hear that the the nation's sort of main art funder were like, I don't think we can fund that. Yeah. So we keep sort of repitching. Our uh, our funding body um, is chaired by Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, fair enough. Look, fair enough. They get hauled into the headlines, particularly at the moment, enough as it is. So they're not looking yeah. for trouble, <laughs> that's for sure. But so what we've got, Chris, Chris Parker, Eli Matthewson, the funniest guys around, um, the Male Gaze podcast which you can listen to. They've made Chris and Eli's Porn Revolution, which launches tomorrow at the time of recording at thespinoff.co.nz. And I don't think it's, I don't think they geoblock this shit. So it's, all, it's all going to be on YouTube. It's all going to be on YouTube. You should be able to view that without issues. And um, I had, I did a little bit of work on it, but like I've had very little like creative involvement and it just looks fantastic. Mm. Think I would have weighed it down. No, it's no, been, no, it's like a lovely hit. Yeah, I can imagine the meetings down. now. Tim's in the room going, "Where are the vaginas?" <laughs> it's actually not as um, like gay centric as I think anyone was expecting. Yeah, it's just, I, yeah. It's I was. About, I would talk to them while they were making it, and they were constantly surprised at the um, because they were sort of following the conversations that were coming up in real time. Yeah, but they were surprised by the you know where it wound up leading them. Yeah. It's quite, I've seen all but the last episode, like pretty much final cuts and it's awesome. It's very sex positive and there's just like, in particular, there's some great stories from sex workers who are making their money on OnlyFans now, like younger people, early twenties, and they're just having a fucking great time and leading a great life. And it's just like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Stored a bit of my faith in how the internet can work, you know, for some people. You just got to, yeah, pick your corners. Yeah. Pick your pockets. Yeah. As uh, Fagin and the Artful Dodger would say, he's an Oliver Twist fan. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get to a podcast without mentioning my boy Charlie Dute. Charlie Dickens <laughs> up in this bitch. Shout out Charlie Dickens. You thought that you'd get a friend zone without yeah. a Dickinsonian <laughs> reference and you were fucking wrong yeah. as. Guess again, motherfuckers. Uh, can I have some more, please? <laughs> That's right. Same book. Uh, also, I want to say it was Tim, the best of podcasts. It was the worst of podcasts. It was the worst idea of all time. I want to know about this Titanic live show you've got coming. Oh, fuck. Good memory. Because I've been a huge fan of the season. I've got to confess, I was following along until I think five in and I haven't been able to finish it. I haven't had the time. Oh, man. But we've got been... some complaints about the last episode. No, you don't. We do. We really? Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From people who have listened the whole way through, they're like, you fuck. They haven't resol- you haven't resolved what people want you to resolve? I just want you to have a listen to it and okay. let me know what you think. I have been loving it. I think it's, Thanks, man. It's, it's like that probably in every other podcast runs second to Alan Partridge from the Oast House, but it's been my favorite podcast oh, this of the is year. An incredible company to keep um, in your brain. Yeah, it's not, it's the number one spot and I'm so glad I'm not actually here for it, but what is the live show going to be? So um, Abby Howells and Carlo are both going to do some Titanic stand up. <laughs> Abby Howells is so funny. She's so funny. God, she's funny. Um, and I don't know what's happening for the rest. We haven't sussed it yet. But oh, wow. It's and I've seen it's Carlo, awesome. Carlo Ritchie has performed. Um, I've watched him perform an hour-long stand-up show purely on the Titanic. Yeah. And I He's say done more than one. Without hyperbole, it was one of the most impressive shows I've seen. There is a joke in it that the structure and length of is, I would say, for any stand-up comedian working in the world, like including the best of the best, the top shelf from America and the UK, 
the gold standard of what can be achieved right. in the art form. So, that. so that's Did Titanic Sync is the name of the podcast. And if you go to didtitanicsync.com, you can get tickets for the live show <sighs> happening on November 18th in Tamaki Makoto at Soap Bar. No, Soap Dance Hall, it's called, in that's the city. going to be so much. It's going to be fucking lit. Yeah. That'd... And I think it'll sell out. The tickets aren't flying out the door yet, but, you know, it's gonna, still got a week. It's going to sell out. I'd get on top of it now if you're interested. Yeah, I would. And they're cheap, too. RNZ were like, you're charging $25 for this? It's like, is that an issue? They were like, it's a bit more than what we normally charge for live events. I was like, Carlos flying here from the middle of Australia, not like a Sydney or a Melbourne, yeah. crying out loud. He's coming from Canberra. If we sell out, I think we still lose money, <laughs> which is the way. The, 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 um, the worst idea, Inc. model. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. Shit, man. We've got to read some goddamn messages. Honestly, it's great. It's great to shoot the breeze. It's good, it's good to see you. And, um, yeah, if anyone is in Australia listening, just before we launch into some messages, I'm actually doing stand-up in Melbourne this Friday, November 11th. I'm improvising an hour of stand-up at 10.30 p.m., I'm also doing a 7 o'clock show, but it's sold out. And then next weekend in Sydney, I'm doing the same thing again. At 9pm on Friday, November 18th. If anyone wants to come. Your boy's got shit going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Got to do something. i got something in the Twitter inbox here, Tim. Twitter? Random, bro. Still alive. Throw it at me. Not for much longer, surely. I mean, we don't need to get into the Muscoverse. Dear Tim and Gim, I've been a supporter through your migration to Substack and I'm absolutely enjoying Killianair TV. Yes. Your sultry tones and distinct lack of any erection has gotten me through most of my workdays this past year. But more importantly, as we near American Thanksgiving, I thought it right to not only acknowledge your devotion to Kevin James, but also his beautiful counterpart, Neil McDonoghue. Is that right? McDonough? You tell me. McDonough, I'm going to say. Neil McDonough. Oh, there's like a H-U-E at the end? There's an O-U-H. I discovered just recently that he's made the move to TikTok, documenting the behind the scenes of an upcoming football movie of his. It truly made me feel that I can never escape the looming cloud that is Paul Blart 2. And with Guy's love of sports, I felt it was a fitting match of both work and pleasure for you boys. Thank you for the wonderful content, and may you live another year. Say my name. Kalis. Oh, Neil McDonough, the heel, who's the really good actor. Yeah, the guy it? who's so crazy, he, I can't remember, but he's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I eat crazy for breakfast. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. They have a big old shout off. That is coming up. Tis the season. Oh, it's so soon. We're recording it really to soon. To be blarty, tra-la-la-la-la, papa Paul Blart. You and I are both, I think, we discovered having to watch the movie on a plane. Yeah. It's called so like separately. It's called Living the Dream. <laughs> fucking, fucking Google it. I'm actually so looking forward to that because you know how movies just hit different when you're on a plane? Yeah. Like I won't cry watching a movie ever unless I'm on a plane and then it could be any movie and I'll cry. I remember the my first time remembering that it's a different experience was watching a um watching Liar Liar on the plane. Jim Carrey's Liar Liar and laughing so hard. I must have been featuring young. Emmanuel. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. She's the woman in the elevator. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and really just laughing, laughing so hard that I was disrupting other passengers and being like, this is like, 
This is more intense than at home. What is up with that? Is it like I the think, altitude? I think it's, is it the it's solitude? A, it's a great place. It's both. It's a great place to reflect. And I think everything exists in a vacuum. And so mm. it, you're sort of, you're divorced from the emotional tethers to what you feel on land. And so I think that you're swept. You're in international waters. You're swept up in the world of the film more because it is your reality. Because you've got no distractions to pull you back into your ground. That's, that's why I'm against Wi-Fi on planes. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's like one of the last places we've got. What am I going to have to go to caves now to just get offline? I saw on, on one of those cool, like uh, you know, like creatures of New York, whatever um, Instagram accounts. There's a a guy who's just hollowed out a microwave and is wearing it as a helmet. <laughs> And he pops the door open because, you know, it's spring-loaded. And he just goes, don't film me, and then shuts the door again. <laughs> Which is awesome because, like, I know what he's doing. He's made a Faraday cage as cheaply as possible, but it is the funniest fucking thing in the world. That- and, that, and frankly, listen, folks, if you really do think that the government is reading your thoughts or whomever, um, that's actually how you would stop it. Tinfoil, if anything, is probably going to amplify... The waves, they're going to be able yeah. to, you know, it's conductive. That's not what you want. You want a fucking microwave on your head. You're doing it on your terms then, I feel. I want to show you the video. Whatever they are. find it afterward. Yeah, maybe after. Don't feel me. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Too good. Okay, coming to us from February and my email inbox. Kylie writes, hey, I'm super excited to just, I'm super excited to have just discovered you're doing a fourth season. (laughs) (laughs) This is truly one of my Oprah's favorite things ever. I was devastated when I found out that I missed you guys in New York City last year. Clearly, I'm not up uh, on the up and up about your news. Is there uh, something I can follow for more info on the podcast so I don't miss you again? Yeah. We're on Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. Twiwat Pod. We're on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash worst idea of all time. Both great platforms on the up and up. And Instagram. 
at TwiawatPod. That's right. And if I remember correctly, at the end of the last friend zone, I threatened to make a TikTok. I haven't done it yet, but I'll get there. You were talking a big game. Blazing through the sixth episode. Um, old deal, old old Lang sign right now. I don't know if you will figure it out in future episodes yet, but I think I have the answer to the seventy six trombones riddle. Oh, we've we've been given that answer. There was a TV movie remake of the movie musical The Music Man that I saw as a child, along with eight other people in America. It starred Matthew Broderick, hey, JP's husband, in which he sings the famous song Seventy Six Trombones. It was not well received. Amazing bit of subtle in-house humour from the gang. Side note, last year I went to a party that was at MK, MPK's former townhouse. Hey. It just moved out a mere week prior. His oh presence gosh. lingered in every room. Ugh, gross. There was an outdoor backyard area that was below ground level of the house, which could very well be the pit in which he penned these films. Thanks very much for the ridiculousness. I loved every minute of it. Kylie, P.S. Did you know this was the first time an iPhone was ever featured in a movie? I feel like I've read this. Just that last bit now. Oh, wait. That message was from 2019. Fuck, I read the wrong bit, guy. I've got to say. walk down memory. That was a huge stroll down memory lane. I felt like um, I was. it was very transportative. I just uh, that got me sort of nervously thinking or reminiscing on the fact that and just like that is a product that is out there in the universe and there's a second season that's being filmed or being filmed and in amongst everything when it comes out yeah we're gonna jump on it like a goddamn landmine. The email I was supposed to read is um, got girth on it, so do it. I'm gonna try and speed run it. Okay. Girth, girth it up. Hey, Tim and Guy, I'm addressing this to both of you because I fondly remember when you read my email above on a friend's only episode and warmed my heart for six years. Too fast. Going, Slow it down. Let us catch up. I am so beyond thrilled that you are covering and just like that. I haven't listened to last week's yet, but I look forward to your addressing of the phrases desert ritual and workout wear. Also in the finale, I caught a glimpse of concerningly excitable Abu Dhabi Miranda at the coffee bar with her foamy latte. Perhaps Coffee Guy was lurking there just out of sight, guzzling the sweet caffeine bullet to his uh, buffet to his heart's content or else he must have been on that bridge barely containing the poor golden retriever who had two a few too many itself i exchanged some dms with tim after sending over my short film green many years ago a sincere thanks for watching and heard the lovely news about a new baby i was going to send over a mario cantoni story as a congratulations This has sat over in my drafts for several months, and here I am again. A new baby, new year, new season of Sex in the City, celebration in the form of a story I have been desperate to share with you for four plus years. This happened at the height of me listening to the podcast, and I wanted nothing more than to tell you straight away, because who else would care? But I was afraid of career repercussions at the time, lol. I was hoping I'd have a chance to meet you in New York City. In my 2019 email above, I wrote about how tragically... Uh, I tragically missed you and then I believed you and uh, look, you've missed us twice. Um, And I'd have something interesting to share, but uh, as I don't think that it happened anytime soon, I thought I could maybe send this sex in the city gossip your way and brighten your day. If you don't mind, I'd very much appreciate it. If you keep this just between us, I probably won't read this then, I guess that seems like a sincere request yeah. For this to not be broadcast. Absolutely. So I'll read that to Guy after we're done here. 
We've got a lot to do after this podcast. Yes. Um, I've spent some time now trying to find the name of, and I will give you, Tim, $10 cash if you can get it off the top of your head, uh, Shay Diaz's Netflix special uh, that they record and then just like that, their comedy concert, it's a standing stand-up special. The audience is standing. The podcast I remember is called X, Y, and Me. It's the stand-up show I'm trying to get. I don't know. Oh, are you? Did you have lost it, or are you know, quizzing I me? I'm doing both. I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer either. Anyhow, uh, just to to further discuss and put a button on the end, just like that conversation. Filming of the second season began on October 4, 2022. So I suppose... Uh-oh, spaghetti-o. That sometime next year, we're going to have a lot on our plates. It feels like... How does post-production work? That'll be post-Christmas, you'd think, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be... It'll be. I'm, I'm forecasting Easter. 2023, a treat for Guy and me. Something to look forward to, certainly. Uh, I've got something here. Someone sent us this on Twitter as well. It says, a hinge prompt for the boys to consider. I'm tempted to engage because... Um, Do you know about hinge prompts, Mr... No. Is it coupled over here? No, this is what I'm excited to do. Do you know about Hinge Proms? It's an app. I know I know what it is. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but they like that's how they connect you with a potential partner, is they ask questions. Can I tell you, when I was doing um, The Spelling Bee, there's an episode that involves 13-year-olds being paired with the comedians. There's four comedians per episode and the 13-year-olds won it. And I was talking to, you know, on the show mm. before the game player was talking to one of the 13-year-olds and I said... um. Just asking, what are they like at school? And they said, oh, my favorite subject is eating lunch. And um, I said, oh, yeah, does that, do you, what, how do you, is that a lunch you bring from home? What do you, you buy lunch? He goes, I oh, know, we get it on an app. I was like, oh, you've got an app for that. And he goes, yeah, an app. It's like a website. <laughs> you got fucked up. I got so fucked up. And anyway, I got to the bottom of it. The school has an app for the lunch. Huh. Which is the question I wanted the answer to, of course, um, because I'm 90. I genuinely think school has changed the most dramatically between, like, the current gen and... I mean, there's, like, probably two genes since we were at, you know... Yeah. Primary and intermediate, or what they would call in America elementary school? Elementary and junior high. Um, You know, it's dramatic change, all the tech that's gone in. But the hinge prompt... Hinges. We didn't even have laptops. Everything was bloody pencil on paper. Until you got your pen license, then you were off to the race. Then it was pen on paper. Would you rather have... Let's debate this topic. Okay. Would you rather have hairy palms for five years or only be able to watch Adam Sandler movies for the rest of your life? Hairy palms for five years. Wow. That's or, a good one. I'd take hairy palms for five years. Really? Yes. Do you love the cinema that much? No, I, it's, I, well, yeah, I guess it is. I just feel like I could get through five years. It'd be interesting when you'd shake hands with people. That is a good point. Do you get to pick when the five years is? It starts immediately. Man, this would not be a good time. And what do you say? Because I know it feels unusual, but it was this or I could only watch Adam Sandler movies. I think, would you just have to wake up and shave your palms every morning? Because then it'll go back and they'd have stubble. It'd be like you're carrying around sandpaper. Ooh, stubble on your palms. <laughs> That's no good. Gloves? Gloves all day, baby. Oh, sweaty fingers. Yeah, but Sweaty palms. It. Sweaty sweaty and hairy palms. Mom's spaghetti. 
anyway, it's an appreciated um, it's an appreciated prompt. I think I'd take the Adam Sandler movies personally. Huh. Still got TV. And I guess that's why the podcast works, everybody. <laughs> we're a little bit different. We've yeah. different things. He's a little bit country. And me, well, I'm a little bit of rock and roll. Have you got any more? Yeah, I've got I got messages. Have you? <laughs> Dude, I just read you one from 2019. I got messages. <laughs> you better believe Arena got in touch with us and said, Hi, Tim, Timbit Bat and... Guy Maple Leaf Montgomery, big fan of the pod. As I was listening to it on episode 41 of the Emmanuel season, Tim was talking about the YouTube algorithm. He said that the thing that sucks is that it only shows you new videos. So the old YouTube videos before the algorithm was implemented will never be seen. Well, let me tell you how wrong you are. It was through the algorithm that I found this very lovely podcast. I had finished rewatching both seasons of Taskmaster NZ, legally, of course, and watched a couple <laughs> on of YouTube guys' <laughs> live streams. I found the one where you all saw the finale together, and I watched the finale the day after. A few weeks later, I got recommended a stand-up clip featuring one Guy Montgomery. Why isn't that the gentleman dressed like a dad with the shirts with all the pictures of Paul Williams on them? Yes, it was. I started watching the three-minute clip, but immediately my attention was drawn to the recommended video. A few thumbnails down. The title was something like, New Zealand comedians watch Grown Ups 2 52 times in a year. I'm confused. So many questions pop into my mind. What does this have to do with Taskmaster? Did they really do that? Was it a weird charity event? Why that movie? I click on it, ignoring the fact that I am sure fantastic but guy was performing and watched the interview yeah this is um i this is a, a glowing uh sort of a glowing message but it's very difficult for me to get past the, <laughs> the, the one piece of engagement the one piece of content you couldn't engage with was my stand-up i it's will do better a story as old as time these are some thoughts i had while watching it oh shit i don't understand what they're saying they look oddly similar to not be brothers is bat his full last name <laughs> Bet he doesn't run out of space filling in forms. They really did it, the mad lads. That is so funny. And they haven't even watched the first one. This is great. I need to find their podcast. This was in October 2021. I am now writing on the 15th of January 22. And I am, <laughs> and we are now reading on the 7th of November. <laughs> and I am almost up to date with the pod. I found that interview. I After I found that interview, I Googled the podcast. Meanwhile, I listened to the first episode, which I could find on the website. I loved it so much. By the end, I was still confused about where the first season was. So I went back to YouTube only to discover that that video is six years old. I don't even know if something that old is on Apple Podcasts. Turns out I was wrong and there it is. The podcast <laughs> that would become my companion for the next three months. I ended up watching the pilot of the YouTube Red series next. So the way I listened to the pod was episode one, YouTube Red pilot, rest of season one, episode, uh, season two, the first few friend zones. And after I have listened to all of the podcast in sequential order filling my time as I had to take a semester off uni. Not being able to go to Toronto because my visa took too long and I couldn't go to my biochemistry labs. I'm originally from Colombia. I am, I, and being stuck living with my parents as a 23 year old was not fun, but you made it fun and reminded me that life is only about having a nice time with your powers. Hopefully, I'll finish my degree soon and apply for 
postgraduate program so I can join the other PhDs in the audience. Sometimes that is my only motivation and I'm okay with that. I appreciate the sometimes fun, sometimes torturous work you do to bring us this podcast. If this ever gets read on the friend zone, you are allowed to say my name and the info in this letter. Lol, lots of love. Arena, P.S. It is now February 6th when I'm sending this. It has been a couple of weeks since I am listened to the podcast because I am not used to having it in small doses now that I caught up. So who knows where I'll be when I hear this. I'm in the future to the person that wrote the first part of this email. But when you read this, I am in your past. But when I hear this, I will be in your future. Time just goes by, doesn't it? Bye. <laughs> You're having a lot of fun with us and with yourself in that <laughs> message, and I really respect that. Thank you for, um, I mean, charting such a unique journey and relaying it to us. Arena, you've got to meet her. Okay, I'm going to read one, and then it's time to put a pin in it. Yeah. Timbo could, and... Yeah, guy. Timbo and guy. Just yes. thought I'd shoot you a note to say thanks for the latest friend zone. This message was received on the 4th of October. <sighs> Been working myself to the bone lately and not committing enough time to friends in the physical or online and sitting down with two fuck boys through my headphones half an hour on a beautiful afternoon and was exactly what I needed. Keep up the wholly warming friendship you two blast out into the universe it is a, as, it is, <clears throat> as it is a great microwave for those cold days. All the best, Jordan. P.S. Feels a little wrong given some recent context but feels somewhat obliged to congratulate Guy... On his recent announcement to headline the 2023 Adelaide Fringe. Um, I feel like that's a joke, but I do recognize the author. And this is someone who messages me every time I say I'm doing a comedy show. Say, so come, to, come Adelaide. to Adelaide. And do you know what? Yep. I don't think it has been announced, but I legit am coming to Adelaide next year. My man. So look uh, out. Look forward to seeing you there. Look out, Gordon. cats and kittens. Well, we only made it up to. February or in my case, oh yeah, in my case was February. Uh, sorry, but in your case, October. I really loved catching up with you, Tim, and I really love catching up with you, libertarian listener. And uh, I'm really, really, uh, truly excited for this. Um, for you know, the adventure we're about to draw to a conclusion, which is the Killianer series, and also the um, the boat that we're about to launch into the high seas of podcasting, which is this exciting new project. In the words of a band whose name I can't remember, oh, Bachman Turner Overdrive, you ain't seen nothing yet, folks. Hey. Bow, bow. Baby, you just ain't seen nothing right. yet. Bow, bow. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you very soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.